ain't gonna even lie. I can't speak for anybody else, but for me, if any day was a day of confirmation of how much I've been tested or have had to been tested, then I think today is the day. And the reason I say that is because literally everything that wants to try to go wrong has tried to go wrong. But the amazing part is I'm still standing and I'm still here. So we're going to just progress, push on and let this life be what it is and do what we do, do what we do best. And what we do best is do great things and improve on greater things. What's good, y'all? This BT Bright Tape Podcast coming at y'all with another episode and as you can see in the title, it's called Banking 101. I, I can't speak on how much I'm emphasizing this as being one of my most unique topics. I don't want it to turn into a sermon or like I'm like I'm bad mouthing or finger pointing or anything. Because the truth is everyone learns differently. And if you don't. If at any point in life you don't see or realize that, then something's wrong. And I'm I'm saying it that way solely because a lot of us are very afraid and very terrified of online banking. And we're afraid of trying to manage money and do it online because we feel like this is better to go to somebody and physically do it. This might be a very bold statement, but I'm going to stand behind it because I feel like it's nothing short of the truth. In 10 years, there may not be many physical banks left. So value these and savor it for what it's worth. Um, We're slowly blending and creeping into a digital era. And if you don't see that or aren't learning that or don't realize it now, then you might want to wake up. Just an FYI. So this probably will be a very brief podcast solely because I usually will have like my tab set up and my information to talk about and something to kind of go on and reference and all that stuff. But this one is a little different. It's going to kind of be just some things that I feel like people who are afraid to use the Internet or afraid to do online banking or browsing or surfing in that or just learning in that should know. First thing that I'm going to talk about and the biggest one to me is passwords. Now, I'm going to say this and I'm going to be as clear and direct as I can in what I'm about to say. If there is any place that is not beneficial to put a password. It's on a post-it note. People time and time again have this tendency or this trend that they have to put their passwords on a post-it note. And it has to be stored or sitting somewhere so that they can remember what their username and password is. Easiest passwords are the ones that only you will remember and that can apply to you to everyday life. Most sites can allow will allow you to do the same password in different formats. I think the problem is, and if anybody is able to look at a keyboard and confirm this. You have alphabets, you have symbols, you have numbers. You may be limited in not being able to use number, I mean, use um, symbols and that's okay. But use what you have. It's better to work with what you're able to do than to short yourself on what you think you might be able to do. And I just, 
needed to get that out there and really say that before I go any further with doing this podcast. Because a lot of people are very cautious about what they do when it comes to online anything. But they will make their information just as known to anybody. And it's the worst part about it is you never know who's going to come to your house and who's going to view or not view something. And this kind of also ties into my next point. The password books. I get it. You want to save it in a book. Take a note of it. Save it somewhere. Sit it off to the side. What if the house sets on fire? You don't have that information. Then what? Everyone who is anybody. Whether they whether they use it to its fullest or not, has some form of a digital device that you can store information in that only you can get to. Most of it's it's a cell phone. Put it in your cell phone. Put it as a note. Make it so that it's somewhere that only you can get to and only you would need to access that information. Um, I I don't know how much I can emphasize how important that is when it comes to how to manage and how to handle passwords as you're entering them in online. So I just wanted to at least get that password management piece out of the way. I feel like I'm using the pop filter to expand to the nth of no return. If I had the pop filter on, it would be perfect for this, but I'm being a little lazy. So we're just going to push on, <laughs> just going to push on to the next topic. Uh, so the next topic I have is pretty simple, pretty direct. Uh, when you're sending payments online and this listen i'm i'm to all of these tips that i'm giving before i continue i want to make this very clear to everyone listening i am not basing this solely on where i'm employed a lot of people do know where i'm employed a lot of people don't i'm not putting that as a, as a public story because it's relevant but not relevant if that makes sense it's kind of a universal across the board thing with most banks when entering information for a payment to make an online payment through bill pay double check triple check quadruple check that you have the correct payment going to the correct person on the correct day if you have a payment that's supposed to be going to your mom and you expect it to get there by next tuesday make sure you have mom selected and not macy's because those things can be resolved and they can be fixed, but the process and the hassle of having to do that in some instances, and it's not with me primarily, it's just in general, all you're doing is prolonging the process of your payment arriving to its proper location on time. So just be aware of that. My next thing that I'm going to say, and this is a very simple one. Observe and check account information. And here's what I mean when I say that. Learn your account number or learn how to be accustomed to your account number because a lot of times individuals are scared. And I get it. It's 2016. No one wants to give anybody a social security number because they're worried if they get out the social security number, they're giving their life away. No problem. I 1000% understand that. On the other side of that, however, if you don't want that to be an information that you a form of information to give, learn your account, your account information, know your debit card, know your account number. Things like this can be found aware of all places online. 
it's a secure location that has that information for you and only you to see. Now, this kind of this is kind of piggyback on the pay on the on the um, password process. Do not have your passwords automatically stored. Some people do this, and I know even my generation, we're famous for it. I don't want to remember that password. I'm just going to forget it anyway, so I'm just going to let it put it in for me. That can work, excuse me, but you come out better sometimes if you actually just type it out and learn to keep track of those specific passwords and not unintentionally manually enter them in, if that makes sense. So I want I want that to be something that a lot of you all listen to and take heed to as well. Um, now, my last thing, and I guess this is kind of my last thing, but it's it's kind of not going to take up the most of the podcast. Because like I said, this is a brief podcast. This is one of those. Usually I got some stuff and I got topics and I got things to talk about. But this one is kind of a near and dear thing to me being a computer person. And it will help a lot of people who use computers learn your browsers and learn about what type of browser or what web browser you're using on a computer. Anyone who knows or anyone who does it doesn't. If you do not know a web browser now to all of my young folks, my millennials, everybody who's 30s, maybe 40s. You may or may not have to go through this class. So if you don't, hey, you can stop the podcast right here. It's been nice talking to y'all. It's been Bright Podcast signing out. But for the rest of you who are listening, who need to understand this, this is very important. There are various web browsers that have various abilities or have various features for various programs or different websites. Most computers, like if you have a Windows computer, by default is going to have either Internet Explorer or as most people call it, Microsoft Edge. Microsoft Edge, anybody who may or may not know this, is now the pretty much if you have a Windows 10 computer, that's the browser that's being used as a as an actual web browser on a Windows 10 computer. Um, it's supported for most things, but it's not supported for everything. So you have to keep that in mind. Sorry, I'm in click mode right now, but trying to get to something so I can see it myself and kind of get you to understand the difference. Most people who have computers have Google Chrome. Google Chrome, red red colored. It's a circle. It's shaped like a circle. It has a red mark at the top green off to the left side yellow to the right and a blue circle in the middle that's google chrome firefox or mozilla mozilla firefox has been out for years and a lot of people didn't use it but it suddenly kind of made its resurrection on people's computers mozilla is through firefox or firefox is a part of mozilla's web um options They have other programs that they use, but the main one that you'll hear most frequently is Mozilla. Mozilla is orange. It has a a fox sitting off to the left of it, and it looks like a looks like a globe. Do not get Mozilla 
or Firefox confused with Internet Explorer because Internet Explorer looks like a globe. It actually has an E on it. All of these look like globes. Why? Because you're going on the Internet, which to many people may not know this. Everyone calls it the Internet now, but at one time, www that people put in, that stands for World Wide Web. And I'm sorry if I feel like I'm talking dumb to people or I'm trying to explain this as if it's a new thing. But I really want this to be something that can help somebody either educate themselves or educate somebody they know who does web browsing or online anything. So you have I have Internet Explorer or Microsoft Edge. We have Mozilla. We have Google Chrome. Last one that I'm going to do that most people use, but not many people touch unless you have a Mac is Safari. Safari looks like a compass. That's the best way I can describe it. It literally the the main image is like looks like it's a compass. And it's a pretty reliable browser. A lot of people use it, you know, on an as needed basis, but it's different for everyone. I'm telling you all of these things and I'm talking about, you know, I'm breaking down information. Um just to get everyone on board and understanding that technology is here. It's 2016. It's not to take away from the options or the abilities to go back to writing on paper and sending mail to people and having a pen pal and actually picking up the phone and calling somebody. All of that's fine. But there are pieces and portions of technology that you have to do or you're going to have to face. And you can't hide from it as much as you may want to. It's not a hideable option. It's going to be there today, tomorrow and the day after tomorrow. Plain and simple. So I didn't want this to be kind of a extreme podcast. I wanted it to be a little different, a little relaxing. As you notice, it's not sports related. And I mentioned this before. I'm going away from sports for a while just to kind of ease my podcast down a little bit and just kind of calm it just for a smidge because somebody needs this and somebody needs something a little different so that's what this is for um i'm gonna go ahead and end it here i was gonna get online and game i may game later on i don't know how i see how i feel might help do some fifa but we'll see uh i hope everyone is having an awesome 2016 we're well into we're we're beyond the midway point tiptoeing into the home stretch leo season is amongst us um wished a few friends happy birthday kind of got caught off guard because i saw somebody else's birthday pop up on my phone and i was like oh yeah she is like coming up but anyway me being me just not thinking it through um those of you who normally get the information on facebook if you have or have not heard or aren't aware i am no longer on facebook right now um i think it's for the best if I really had to take a blind stab in the dark, I probably won't return on Facebook until 2017. And the reason why is because I need space to work on things that I need to work on to better me and better everything around me. And in order to do that, I have to start with some of the changes that I'm making. And this is the biggest one because mostly most times I'll log out. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna log out of Facebook for a while and then I'll come back. But now I'm really just detoxing and giving Facebook a rest. So I just want to share that with everyone and also thank you all for listening and tuning into my podcast. If you're not following already, um, it is on iTunes 
And if you need help finding the link, I can send you the link to it specifically. These are on Spreaker. I'm still on Twitter under Brite Podcast. Like I said, I'm not on Facebook. On Instagram, it's under Brite Podcast. Snapchat, Brite82. I may be making a Brite Podcast. Snapchat, I don't know. I truly doubt it. We'll see. But until next time, thank you all for listening. Y'all stay blessed. Be an uplifting spirit to someone because Lord knows who may need it. But as always, VC signing out. Peace.